What's happening, bud? Oh, not a thing. I'm recording in a completely di- different area, so hopefully the audio is like okay. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um. <clears throat> anyway, welcome everyone to episode 11 of This Will Be Terrible. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 10, of course. Um, that was like, I don't know about you, Bryce, but that was like a huge milestone for me. It's kind of hard for me to kind of um, stick with something over time, like for a long period of time, I should guess I should say. Like, right. I can use like the gym as an example. I've lost weight by going to the gym and then I quit going to the gym, put the weight back on. And it's been a never ending cycle for like well, roughly sounds like 15, 16, something like that. Like, I don't know if you remember when I was at almost 300 and then I came back our senior year and I was down to like 215 at the time. Lost like 80 pounds over the summer. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then I pu- had that injury, got it worked on and stuff like that. And I was fine, but then I never went back into working out. Yeah, I remember when you were all about the gym, uh, uh, gym life thing back in high school. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know you lost that many pounds over the summer. Though. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I was doing it the most um, efficient way. Well, the right way, I should say. I was um, eating once a day, <sighs> drinking a ton of water, and just working out. It was definitely not the most healthy. Um, but running in a sweatsuit and doing what I did helped me lose all that weight. So, I mean, you know, there's a devil in everything, but. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I, I, I've done that. I mean, shoot, I'm still like that. I, I still eat like a meal a day and it like, it kills me to try to eat more than one meal a day because if I try to, I can handle it, but like, I just feel bloated and fat. Yep. Yep. I get that completely. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's hard for me to stay with something for a long period of time. I was using a gym as an example. The only thing that's ever been like a long-term thing for me was like, um, in the past playing video games and or alcohol. So to actually stick with something and not just uh, enjoy for like a couple, a couple days or a couple weeks and then give it up. It was like mind boggling to see like, okay, the 10 episodes deep now. I was like, this shit's for real now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like we came this far. Can't stop now. No, no. Especially, you know, with everything going on, not at all. Um, yeah. I want to thank everyone or, uh, previous episode we don't turn our numbers off um like the other podcasts do so uh since we don't turn them off just to see the progression each episode is pretty amazing our previous episode had over 1400 listens oh wow um and i posted a (laughs) i posted an instagram reel the other day just talking about the podcast and just from that alone we're getting even more listens and stuff like that too so um yeah i just want to you know thank everyone for their support up until now and you know just continue supporting we're still learning how to do a podcast even though we're uh 11 episodes deep we're still learning this entire industry and um yeah that's, that's a lot to learn you know <laughs> i don't know what's even, i don't know what's more difficult to learn i've been trying to figure out is it the business side or is it the regular just how to speak and go from topic to topic. I, I can't figure out what's more difficult. I yeah. feel like I feel Definitely like trying to maintain like a professional attitude as well on top of being like such a sarcastic podcast. Yes. 
I think the biggest thing for me is the hardest thing has been learning the business side and the number side and what this number means, what that number means. And then trying uh, to put it all in an analytical chart and just trying to figure out like how to get numbers where they should be. Right. And, and I th- boosting posts and whatnot. Yes, exactly that. And then, you know, because I feel like with both of us, even though we're brand new to this entire thing, I kind of figured that people would sort of like tune in just for the simple fact of we both have a dark slash twisted like sense of humor, but also funny at the same time. Right. Uh, so conveying that over podcast, it's going to get people to listen. I, I, I think we kind of fell into that naturally. All we had to really work on was how to go from topic to topic and then stay on a topic for longer than like a minute, you know? Yeah, right. Like, uh, I think I think that's where like other podcasts might fail. Is they will jump from topic to topic, like you said. Yeah, and uh, not really add a whole lot of detail or conversation, or maybe even like a debate about it. And it's I'm telling just... you, that turns off a lot of people because I think the main people, main reason people, more people are clicking on every day, or people are listening listening every week to us is because they can tell, like, okay, these guys are actually friends, whereas other podcasts you listen to them. You can tell they're just talking about the topic and then just moving on immediately because they don't really give a shit what the other one has to say. Uh, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, start off the same way. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm enjoying my uh, lazy Sunday afternoon. I've uh, I uh, took the time to sleep in a little bit today. Nothing crazy like I used to. Back then, sleeping in was, like, probably until, like, 5 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. But uh, today it was 10.30 instead. But I uh, I had a pretty productive day, I would say. I worked out a little bit. I did some chores. I cleaned up the bathroom and did some laundry and whatnot. And it's crazy. Even though I did all that, it, it still feels like I'm being unproductive, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Right. And like, I don't know where to go from here. Cause it's like, you know, there's stuff that I really want to try and, and do, but, or should do, but like, you know, only having one day off a week is kind of killer. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can only imagine, man. How are you, though? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I, um, let's see. Woke up today. I, uh, Got got ready to start the get go real quick. Um, came down my grand grandparents here with them and my um, well Benjamin, and then I um, gonna leave here, stop and get uh, food elsewhere, and then go back to the house. It's been a pretty late like lazy day, but then again, I always view Sunday as like you know just a lazy day. People out in the roads are stupid as could be. Oh my god, the weekend <laughs> traffic. Now that it's starting to be summer too. Yes, exactly. Everybody's gonna be piling on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I'm just I prefer just not to deal with the shit at all. Um and, and anybody out there driving on 70 or anywhere in Southwest PA, just know you're gonna be dealing with hella traffic, oh, hella yeah. construction this summer. Listen, you should have seen how bad it was. I was just trying to make a left in the get go, right? Uh, mm-hmm. A few hours ago, and usually, 
you Wait, are, two, are you talking two. about that new one on Jefferson? No, no, no. I'm talking about the one in uh, Richieville. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and <clears throat> so I'm making a left into there. And usually you might have one or two cars going by, like, before you can make that turn. Right. But there was cars. There was bikes. I was probably sitting in the same spot waiting to turn for, like, five minutes. Because <laughs> I don't know where the people were coming from at all. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, it's that carnival. Whenever that carnival comes to town, everything gets hectic down there. But, no, I'm saying the carnival's dead now. Yeah, <laughs> I just found that out the other day. I thought they were going to be around for this weekend. Well, they, they um, last night or the last night, um, they were they they had it because um, I was there, but yeah. Uh, I I oh, as soon as Pike Days is over, then you know the carnival is next, and you know for at least a couple weeks, just stay at home. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, any of that. Yeah, exactly. It it really is too. Everyone's just sweating their balls off. Um. But yeah, you know, it was like I said, pretty easy going weekend, man. I really didn't do too much. Well, I try not to do too much, I should say, and um, just tried to stay in the house, um, mm-hmm. just because it was just so fucking hot, man. I don't <laughs> like. I like the warmer weather, but at the same time. I uh I like when there's a little bit of a breeze. I don't like when the breeze is just as hot as the humidity is. Oh my god! And then like there's not a cloud in fucking sight, and then the sun's just blaring down on you. Exactly. Dude, I I swear I can feel like the skin cancer forming inside. Right. That's it's 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 terrible, man. I. Oh I, man, I don't mind. It's totally sweet by me because like I'm getting a pretty nice tan from it. <laughs> You're turning to pink. <laughs> bro i'm turning brown you're not even gonna recognize me <laughs> um but you know to move on to the first uh topic of today uh this one's pretty small i know you don't really follow sports but um as someone who does pretty pretty often um this stiller's player uh step on to it he decided to retire at the age of 29 uh, and uh, just to read his quote here, he says, with respect to the Steelers organization, my teammates and coaches, I would like to officially announce that I have come to the decision to retire from the NFL. I am thankful to have had the opportunity to represent the city of Pittsburgh for the past eight seasons and am blessed to leave this game with my health after the tragic loss of my brother Richard and upon completing my degree from the University of Notre Dame, I am. I know I am being called to move beyond the sport of football. I want to thank everyone for the love and support they have shown both on and off the field. And again, I want to thank the Rooney family, Coach Tomlin, and the entire Pittsburgh organization. It was an honor to, and privilege to play for this extor- historic team. Go Steelers! Um, just want to say thanks to uh, Stefan. Um, amazing, amazing player on our uh, on our team. And uh, you'll be missed. But now, looking back on the draft, I can see why we, why uh, the Steelers drafted who they drafted. Um, they probably already had a sense that this was going to happen. He has dealt with he dealt with an injury last year that everyone kind of thought it was like career ending, and um, I guess every that mixed in with everything else that happened to his family. He, you know, was calling it kind of 
figure we were he was going to call it quits. Right. I, I mean, I don't know anything about this guy, but you know, if it's career ending or near career ending, I mean, I think he played it safe instead of trying to go on and can continue to potentially hurt himself in the future. Exactly. I mean, twenty nine. You got. You still got your whole life ahead of you. Right. Man. Might as well play it soft, play it easy, so you don't like you know end up in a wheelchair in a couple of years. Right, and I'm sure he made enough money to retire on too. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, let's see here. The uh, next topic here we got is from the uh, U.S. It says U.S. Security of State Anthony Blinken announces additional 700 million in military aid to Ukraine. Um, so in three months as it launches unprovoked and brutal further invasion of Ukraine, Russia has consistently failed to meet its strategic objectives. The Kremlin has succeeded only in devastating communities, brutalizing civilians, disrupting Ukraine's agriculture and threatening global food security by blocking Ukrainian ports. The will of Ukraine's courageous forces to defend their country is admirable and Ukraine has shown it will never be subjected to Russia. Um, the only reason I wanted to talk about this is, so now in total, like I said, $4.6 billion to Ukraine. Right? I want to know. Is this a separate package going to them? Yeah. Or this, is this it, on top of what's already been sent? Well, the, yeah, basically, because we already sent all that money beforehand. And I was going to say, I thought we sent a good chunk of money over toward them beforehand. Yeah, we did. And now we're sending an additional $700 million. So, oh, $700 million. Yeah. Hmm. So, the reason I wanted to uh, bring this up is for the fact we're sending all this money to them. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a lot of money we're throwing at some... I mean, I'm, I don't want to say foreigners, but a foreign nation. Yeah. I mean, where's this money going to be coming from? And who's going to, I mean, we're ultimately going to be paying it off. I know that. Oh, absolutely. But on top of everything else we're already paying for, I mean, Christ gas is, I mean, I'd say on average gas around here is probably about 480, 490. Almost, yeah. I mean, that's only a couple cents away from $5. Yeah, there's a couple of places in um, Washington right now that are about like four ninety something too. Right, and it just keeps climbing overnight. And mm-hmm. you know, we're not the only ones going to be affected by this. No, not at all. And it's kind of scary to think about because I mean, here we are trying, like our generation, trying to get our shit together. Meanwhile, we're going through like every possible historical event that could happen in like a thirty year time frame. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it I, I, it's so mind-boggling to me how they keep saying like, okay, we don't have enough money to do X, Y, and Z, but we have enough money to send shit to other countries, which makes zero sense, considering the fact that we are trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. Yeah, it's just going to keep climbing. Yep, oh, love it here, love it. Um, so on to a, uh, another topic here. So there's this, uh, quarterback, his name is Deshaun Watson. He was, he's the Browns quarterback now, but basically months and months ago, he got, um, he, he got a, had to, had to go to court because women 
were saying that he basically tried to uh, rape them or do a sexual assault or something in that regard. Right. Um, he ended up, quote unquote, beating the case. But now it comes out, it says Deshaun Watson previously offered 100000 to each of the 22 women suing him. Hmm. Um, yeah, it says Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson apparently offered each of the first 22 plaintiffs suing the quarterback for sexual misconduct $100,000 last year, but required an aggressive non-disclosure agreement as part of the offer. Um, uh, but not yet, yeah, as uh, offered that to set other cases, but not all would accept that amount due to the aggressive non-disclosure agreement that Watson's team proposed. Footnote. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, it's talk, talking about the uh, money, and it goes on more and more. But okay, I understand he beat the case, right? Yeah. But if you're offering that amount of money, it seems like you. <laughs> It's, it literally seems like you should have easily probably got um, charged something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a good chunk of change for 22 people, you said? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure some of them would have a guilty conscience if, you know, they were lying about it, I'm sure. I know I would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, if he did, it's I mean, it's fucked up. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if 22 people came out and he did it, it's kind of suspicious. Yeah. But, I mean, who's to say maybe he's not offering them money to be like hush hush about it or whatever? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, this, um, this shit's been going on since last year and no courts are opening because of the uh, pan, uh, pandemic shit. And it, it seems now that everything's coming to like, the light, they really feel like uh, Deshaun is basically going to get uh, suspended by the NFL and probably end up in jail. I mean, I hope not. I hope it's, you know, false. But, <laughs> I mean, you you do the shit, you uh, got to pay the price. Yeah, and I think that fame kind of gets to everybody's head a little bit. I mean, oh, absolutely. like, not necessarily like an inflated ego, but just like this sense of like, oh, I can do whatever I want because I got all this money now. Yeah. And, you know, that really does get people to do messed up things like that. Absolutely. So, I mean, to the people that are affected, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, likewise. I mean, it happens. It happens. If, you know, this shit happens every day. I just get tired of, like, the whole, you know, the whole thing back in the day was, you know, innocent and proven guilty. But now it's, like, guilty and proven until proven innocent. And even then, it's still going to leave a asterisk, like, on your name forever. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think, I don't know if you were going to bring it up at one point, but I think that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case is like the perfect example for that. Yes, I want to give a good old shout out to Johnny for that uh, W right there. Right, likewise. <laughs> uh, 15 mil to him, 2 million to her, whatever. Um, I just want to say, uh, fuck you, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I get I get where he was coming from. I I kept up with like bits and pieces of like the trial itself and you know, I think what really got to me was seeing that video of him just like 
I didn't really get to see the video. I just saw snippets, like photos of the video of like him just like, you know, like hitting cupboards and shit like that and just throwing shit like not at her, but just like out of frustration. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that's it. everyone gets like that. I mean, I've seen women like, you know, just like, you know, beat the shit out like the nearest thing next to him, not like a person, but like, you know, it could be like a piece of furniture, a plate or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they and, it's and I don't think that makes him a bad person at all. No, not at all. I mean, especially if someone shits on your bed, I'd be pretty pissed too. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> shit, he got 15 million for a turd on his bed. <laughs> I mean, this man is living an extraordinary life. He went from like h- hanging out with uh, Hunter S. Thompson and shit, and like making Disney movies, and just being all and all around kind of a cool character. Yeah, yep, yep. John, Johnny, uh, Johnny's definitely the man. Um, I was gonna talk more about that, but really, after weeks and weeks and weeks of like this case, I think mostly everyone has like kind of you know, seen everything that happened in the courtroom. But to basically sum it up, uh, Johnny Depp won, Amber Heard lost, and that's basically it. Right. (laughs) And The case is over. (laughs) The case is over. Johnny beat the fucking case. Yep. Case is being beat every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Now, moving on to more of a uh, darker subject here. Um, now, last week, now this one was stopped, luckily. But last week, we talked about the uh, tragedy in Texas. Uh, this this week, a 16-year-old arrested uh, planned shooting with explosives at Berkeley High, police say. Um, a 16-year-old boy was arrested after recruiting others to participate in a mass school shooting that High school police say uh, the team was arrested Monday when he turned turned himself into police. Berkeley Police Department said in a press release Monday was Memorial Day and there was no school that day. Hmm. Um, police said they received a tip on Saturday that the boy was recruiting others and planning a shooting that included explosives. Following the tip, police obtained and executed a search warrant for a residence. Um, Upon executing the search warrant, police said that they discovered parts to explosives, an assault rifle, several knives, and electronic items that could be used to create additional weapons. Um, this is some crazy shit, man. Like 16 fucking years old. And it's amazing how, like, one, you know, mass shooting will spark, like, this domino effect of other copycats and just people just trying to, like, especially, like, teenagers that young that think it's like cool and edgy to 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 do that kind of thing now it's not there's really nothing funny about it to be honest no and i could see like okay i thought it was always stupid when i'd see people post like oh we're gonna go shoot up this place shoot up that place but they had nothing but the fact that these these kids if if no one was you know caught or my guess is probably someone snitched and like said something about it. That's the only reason the police even found out, right? Um, if that didn't happen, there'd be another shooting. We'd be talking about that. Exactly, and you know that's not the only shooting I keep hearing about. I just uh, I don't have the article loaded on me because, of course, uh, when I try to go read one, it it for some reason stops the audio recording. 
but from uh from what i can remember uh there's a this hit list gathered on all these federal judges and there was this federal judge or circuit judge over in wisconsin i can't remember his name at the moment uh that he got shot at at his house through his window and i believe he got struck and killed by this bullet and uh but the the police captured this guy and he had a hit list literal hit list for like other judges going on and you know it's just a firm reminder of each and every week that passes by how stir crazy the world is getting every day it's getting worse and worse um you know i don't know what needs to like happen people i think the especially the kids now their minds are so like warped and shit like that that oh yeah in this day and age where, like, you know, kids have more accessibility to, like, iPads and, like, just any any, any type of, like, you know, electronic that can display social media stuff. And, yeah. And, you know, you hear it all the time about all these, like, you know, fake kid channels or, like, these wannabe kid channels. And, you know, you're under the impression that they're, like, little kid channels on YouTube. But really, they're just, like, little messed up cartoons that do messed up display messed up stuff in front of your kids and like tell them to like kill your parents and stuff like that yeah i mean these kids are going to be like it's going to be like a desensitized generation oh they they already are it's 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 terrible and that's why like i've been saying forever like these uh, kids that are like you know in their teenage years even before like i've always pushed the therapy thing I right. Think, I think all these kids need it. Oh, definitely. And there's no shame in getting therapy either. No. I mean, I don't like the. Um, I don't even know how to say it. Just like, I guess people glamorize like mental illness. I mean, like, don't be like part of that crowd because there's nothing to glamorize about it. Oh no, people people will literally use mental health to uh sell sell like a t shirt or anything. Right. And that's gonna hold you back in life so much because I swear like you'll feel like you'll never progress in life. Like because you'll never mature past that because you can't let your pride and ego go by getting help. Nope. Not at all. Just gonna sit in the same spot and then complain uh how shit is and how you have no one to talk to when you can literally like okay, I this is this is my been all my thing always. I feel like there's always someone to talk to, right? Definitely. Wh- whether that be a friend or just anybody. If you truly, if you truly have no one, you can literally unload all this information on a therapist, and don't just go to any therapist. Like look around, ask around, find a good one, a one that actually cares. Uh, not isn't going to sit there and say, "How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel?" Because they they don't really care. They're just there for a check. Find, right. find one that actually has a conversation with you and finds out the root of your problem. Right, and I feel like um, and I feel I don't want to say like guys don't always have someone to talk to, but I feel like guys more often than not have no one or feel like they have no one to talk to. Oh, most certainly. And I think that's more of a projection on society itself that. You know, men men can't show any sort of emotion. Oh no, not at all. Are you kidding me? Look, look at our past generations. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look how bitter they are in their old age, and it's just because like they have repressed emotions. Yep. Yeah. Because they never <laughs> they uh, were told, but you know, by their parents, like, oh, men are supposed to be tough, no 
crying. Don't speak about your emotions. Get up, go to work, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. No way to live. Yeah, no. Um, all right. I'm trying. I'm so sorry that we have so many uh, dark topics. Um, I think in total we have, we only have three, no four. Um, so not as bad as last week. Uh, um, but so hey, Allegheny County woman stabbed nearly drowned in to- toilet by foster son. Um, about a half hour. When state police troopers got to a home on Frank Street in Whitaker, they found a large amount of blood throughout the home. Investigators say El Raids El Raids right stabbed his foster mom in the neck, tried drowning her in a toilet and attempting to strangle her. Um, police say Wright took off in the victim's car and led officers on a high-speed chase to West Mifflin. Wright lost control and crashed his car not from not far from uh, this guy's home. Um, Wright is facing a number of charges, including attempted homicide. The woman is in critical condition in Mercy Hospital and had to have emergency surgery. What? Oh, wow. in, what in the actual fuck? How old was he? Uh, it. I don't think it's. Yeah, it didn't say. I mean, it sounds like he was pretty young to do something stupid like that. Yeah. Fo- yeah. Like it's all it says is like you know, Foster. Uh, it was his foster mom. I mean, hey, some of these kids that, you know, come from, like, CYS or just, you know, broken homes, I mean, who who knows what really happened to them? Yeah, and, you know, most of the time people always, you know, side with, like, whoever got injured, but at the same time, I've heard horror stories from people that have used to be or are, you know, been, like, you know, foster homes, period, and how, how these parents would also treat them. So... It's like at the same time, you you know, no one knows the full story yet. But then again, you know, some of these foster parents really beat these foster kids and shit like that, too. Oh, yeah. I've talked to a guy that I've known that used to work in CYS. And some of the stories are pretty heartbreaking. And it sucks because, like, I mean, what are you supposed to do with all these kids? Like, literally thousands of kids and, like, no manpower to, like, really help them, help all of them. I mean... It, it, it sucks because, I mean, you know, you want them to do better, but you can't force a company to do better. No, no. And I think, you know, this has been a problem for a long period of time. I know it was even worse back in the day, but I think there should be we- more weekly visits to these people that have foster kids. Like, right. I know they do yearly ones or every, you know, every six months or whatever. But I think going there maybe once or twice a week would be 10 like 100 times better because then you can really really see the type of environment they're living in and don't call them and tell them you're coming to visit just show up right and you think there'd be like some sort of like review system on like the families themselves themselves to see if they're like well act like acquainted for or well suitable to take care of a children you know yeah i mean like extensive background checks or like i don't even know at that point but like you know what i mean yeah i i get it completely i and you know i completely agree with you i think you know not just on foster care like everything 
that involves children um, uh, buying um, uh, just guns, etc. I think there should be a better just background checks. Period. Like they yeah. should be able to go as deep as possibly as possible, so they can figure out exactly who you are, who, what about your parents, you know, your grandparents, etc. Um, just to find out everything about your family history, and then if it's proven like, okay, you have no mental health issue to where you might snap on this, like, four or five-year-old kid and elbow them or some shit like that. Right. You know, they should be able to find that, and if you're all good, then then you can, you know, foster care. But I don't think it should be as quickly as it is as it is to adopt. You, you should really have to go through, like, a six-month thing. Right. And not to get sidetracked or anything, but I know you, you mentioned guns and like, that's going to be a hot topic, but I will say like, you know, I think I'm all for the second amendment. Yeah. You know, I, I think it'd be crazy to like still sit there and say that like, there doesn't need to be some sort of change in, involved in like someone like, you know, as mentally psychotic as some of these mass shooters or some are able to procure like an assault rifle from somewhere like a pawn shop or or a gun store wherever yeah yeah i I, mean i understand there are background checks but you know these people that are like on the brink of snapping and have no like no no background of like anything that is wrong with them then you know how are we going to prevent mass shooting yeah i i I surely don't know. Like, you know, me, it might sound crazy to pe- for people to hear this because, you know, I, I, I lean more towards the conservative side when it comes on the political spectrum. But there's some things that, you know, like the whole uh, deeper background checks for guns and things of that nature that, like, I really believe the world, like, needs. Right. Or at least this country needs. Yeah. And like I said, I listen, I try to listen to everyone's like opinions on different things. I'm not the type that's going to call you an idiot for, you know, your opinion on what something should happen. But at the same time, I think it should be universally agreed upon that there needs to be deeper, deeper checks, especially for firearms. Right. Wholeheartedly. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep, we'll keep everyone updated on this story because i feel like after she like you know hopefully she makes the foster mom makes it out and stuff like that of the situation um but you know as she as she gets um better and stuff like that maybe she'll start talking we'll find out like the root of the story and what all occurred before it led up to the stabbing right um so this one just uh, came out a couple hours ago. Um, this was from, uh, it's about Wendy Williams. It says, um, talk show host Wendy Williams placed under court-ordered financial guardianship. Um, and her medical absence from, absence from the Wendy Williams show, six-time Emmy-nominated talk show host Wendy Williams has been fighting to take, to take back control of her bank accounts. The daytime talk show announced in October 21 that Williams had experienced serious complications from Graves' disease and a thyroid condition. The show continued on without the 
um, hosts instead featuring guest hosts. Um, attorney LaShawn Thomas told the Hollywood Reporter that Williams asked Wells Fargo for her bank statements so she could switch banks over suspicious about wait so she could switch banks over suspicious about her former Wells Fargo financial advisor Lori Schiller. Um, <clears throat> that's really that's really the whole uh, thing there. So basically it sounds like this whole uh, this whole uh, court ordered financial guardianship sounds just like what Britney uh, Spears was under. That's what I was gonna say. It sounds like that conservatorship or whatever it was called. Like different different language, maybe maybe she maybe she gets to keep some of her own money, but it sounds just in the same type of ballpark as that conservatorship. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean this. I'm I'm telling you what. I mean these stars. I think. I think um, you know they get they get fame young, and um, you know they they grow and grow and grow, and then it seems like twenty or thirty years later, you find out they're under some shit where they don't have all the money because someone else controls all of it. Yep, and that kind of sucks too. I can only imagine someone ha- someone else handling my own money. Oh, dude, I'd be pissed. <laughs> like I. <laughs> That'd be just like having a, uh, like a joint bank account. Yes, like you better get account. the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, never. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you work 80, 90 hours this week? <laughs> uh, that that's right. You didn't. That you didn't. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. Um, but yeah, you know this is pretty crazy because um, you know I I expected from the Britney thing she was you know famous young and shit like that, but. Wendy Williams, I mean, dude, she has been around since, God, I mean, I remember seeing her, like, in the early 2000s on, like, uh, radio and stuff like that, and hearing, on, hearing her on radio. She's been around since, yeah, like, the 90s. I remember hearing bits and pieces of, like, her her show. I mean, I've never personally watched it or taken an interest in it. Me I've, <laughs> I've heard about it. I've, I've seen the video where she, like, freaked out on set or like had a stroke or something like that yep but i don't know i always kind of viewed that as like menstrual hour like tv show so (laughs) yeah steered away from it don't blame you at all don't blame you at all um this one um yeah i'm not really trying to talk about sports this much at all but this one i've really found uh pretty insane so uh Los Angeles Dodgers open with $310 million payroll set to pay a record $47 million in a tax bill. To all the players? Well, no. So $310 million, I think that's – well, hold on. Open with $310 million payroll. So that's how much the player is getting paid. Like that's – Wait, per player is getting uh, paid? No, no, no. I, I, my bad. Maybe I should wear that better. Basically, that's so. They're three hundred ten million. Like some some player gets like you know a million, other player gets like five million. Some players get like sixty million, you know, etc. But in totality, all all the players together, it's three hundred ten million. Oh wow, that's crazy! I bet the pirates are fuming in their fucking britches right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, the craziest part to me was the uh, set to pay. 
record $47 million tax bill. Um, and, you know, it might sound a little crazy to uh, people, but you got to think too, this is Los Angeles. This is a Los Angeles team. This is California. Everyone knows how our taxes are. This is like not really breaking news. Um, but that tax bill is insane. Um, yeah, I was saying like 310 million. Then I believe you said like 400 or 47 million of that is going to taxes. Yep. I mean, that sounds about right. I'm surprised it's actually not a little bit more. Oh, I mean, I mean you know, it could be later on, you know, in the future. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's probably like, I mean, I read an article not that long ago that like most of the pirate salary gets paid off on like, um, like internal, like business revenue, like inside, like, uh, not the Heinz Stadium, but the PNC Park, mm-hmm. like, uh, beer sales and liquor sales and fucking food sales, jersey sales, shit like that. Yeah, that's why Nutting does, that's why uh, the owner of the Pirates, uh, Robert Nutting, doesn't, he, uh, doesn't care about keeping any players because, um, you know, <laughs> it's just like, well, we'll just pay your salary and beer. Yeah, right, I mean, I, I mean, I know beer's expensive, believe me, I just, I bought like a 40 of Yingling the one time I was up there, dude. I've spent 15 bucks to buy this thing. I was like, yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, uh, I was never as mad as I was at myself in that moment. Yeah. Until I'm, that moment. I remember going to a Steeler game one time. I'm like, man, I see someone came by with like a pretzel and cheese and the Miller. And I'm yeah. like, okay, sweet. I went up there. Fucking pretzel was goddamn $7. Oh, God. Miller was like... Fifteen, sixteen dollars. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, don't be wrong. They try to, they try to make it seem better because they give you the jumbo size Miller or something like that. But at the same time, dude, that is insane. Oh yeah. Was it? Did you get it in the can or was it like in a cup or? It, it was in a can. It was in a big old can. Oh okay, okay. Because I was gonna say like. I wouldn't trust them doing it from like a tap or something like that. You fucking paying fifteen dollars for like a little cup and it's like mostly foam. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, they really get you with that foam shit. Yeah, you know you're better <laughs> off tailgating. Exactly. Um, just read one little part of this. It says five teams exceeded the two hundred thirty million dollar threshold as of the opening day, which, if unchanged by the season's end, would be one shot of the most in twenty sixteen. Two hundred thirty million. That's what I'm saying. Baseball with this no cap thing, they like they don't have a most 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 other sports have like a cap, so you can't go each team can't go over that cap, and you can't pay more than this amount. But right. in baseball, you can literally pay. There's people getting paid, you know, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred million. Like <clears throat> it's insane shit, man. It's really fucking insane. That would kind of feel intimidating. Well, actually, no, it'd be kind of kind of got me questioning why I would even bother being on the same team as the other guy making more money than me. Exactly. I would fucking leave there try to get as much money as possible. Right, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I just wanted to read a little bit a little bit into that because when I seen first of all, three hundred ten million dollar payroll, that is oh my god. That is so much money, man. That is that's an insane amount. That is right. And here <laughs> I am busting my ass for pennies. Yep. Yep. That's, that's, you know, how this shit goes. Like, I just took a um, job uh, the other week. I'll start on the 13th. But, um, you know, it's 21 
you know, an hour and stuff like that. And I'm still like, oh, that's pennies. <laughs> you know? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> me, me and Joe, the pay is like 72, you know, something light. Yeah, listen, all I need, give me like $8 an hour and let me just sit there and like um, do nothing. <laughs> I mean, shit, you can probably do that at Aldi's for a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. I guess we'll talk about this. The only reason I'm talking about this is literally because it's just like trending news and it's <laughs> really, listen, I need people to know this. There are certain topics that I will bring up on here that are literally just a good hashtag to put out so people will check it out, check out the podcast. Um, but listen, you got to do what you got to do to get these numbers up. All right. Right. <laughs> um, so Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are not joining Royal family for platinum Jubilee concert at the palace. Um, uh, ahead of Saturday's night events featuring performances from Queen plus Adam Lambert, Deanna Ross and more. A list of expected attendees of release, which did not include the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, who traveled to the UK from California for the weekend of festivities to mark the Queen's set historic 70-year reign. Se- Hold on, real quick. 70 years. She's been in power for 70 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, you know, when I read that article, like the title, I was like, I'm getting real like fantasy vibes here. Like, I'm starting to feel like this is like some monarch type shit. Like, well, she is a <laughs> the throne, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, have me feeling like a peasant and shit over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are peasants. <laughs> Fuck that old wrinkly ass bitch. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I. I. I don't know why this is necessarily a um news thing because even Harry and that Megan. They left that royal family along like a couple of years ago because, um, what is it? The uh, hair, they're all about pureness, right? Pureness. So, Megan isn't white. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, Prince, yeah, that Prince Harry's uh, wife, she isn't white. Oh. So the royal family. "Quote unquote royal family," isn't uh, isn't a wasn't a fan of that. I'm surprised they haven't Princess Diana heard her already. <laughs> no, I mean like yeah, yeah. Oh no, my brake lines aren't working anymore. Yeah, I, I I I'll never I'll never understand the whole uh, racism thing, and I'll never under I, and the only reason I wanted to bring this up in the first place is a really shit on the royal family. It's not <laughs> it's the most racist fucking bigoted piece of shit family in the entire world. And I mean, are, are we going to sit here and pretend like Prince Andrew is not literally associated with uh, what's his face? Uh, fucking uh, I know you know him. He just killed himself. Uh, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kill himself. Right. <laughs> finger finger quotations killed himself yeah yeah I, be- I believe that as much as i believe uh the people that um are uh you know heavily in when they uh say that all aries are fake people like i i just don't i believe that as much as that so <laughs> aries like the zodiac sign? yeah 
Oh my god. <laughs> I could give a shit less about his zodiac sign. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like we're talking about like believability things and that <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, I can I can't get into it. I, I can't. Oh shit. Alright, here. Um Oh, this this should be good here. Okay, I I just seen the story today too, and I figured this would be a great topic because it's right out of Ohio. All right, but <laughs> it says um uh the headline reads hateful anti LGBTQ graduation speech at Ohio school sparks outrage. Um, a high school graduation speech telling students to choose a spouse based on bl- biblical principles is speaking outrage online um choose a spouse i suggest alumnus jim mcguire said in a commencement address at river valley high school in caledonia ohio also strongly suggest to make sure to choose biblical principles you know a a male with a female and a female with a male (laughs) jesus christ ohio is just a lawless wasteland for you (laughs) A state. Oh my god. Um uh, just a little bit more of this. Uh since the speech last week, McGuire's remarks have been called hateful and appropriate and inappropriate. Alexis Osipow, a twenty eighteen River Valley graduate who, who graduate who was at the ceremony to support a younger sister, told the local newspaper the Marion Star when he made the comment that marriage should only be between a man and woman, my jaw dropped to the floor and honestly thought I was hearing it wrong. Uh, said she felt like uh, crying. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> uh, I, I don't mean to laugh at this. <laughs> I don't mean. To but laugh it's it's kind of hard not to because I mean like it's so you, cringy. You, it's so cringy and so stupid. Like you know the year we're in. Like twenty twenty two, and it still feels like uh, fucking the nineties. Yeah, right. <laughs> like. Oh. Who brings biblical shit into a fucking graduation speech or whatever it is? Yeah, like especially like someone uh, that's like an alum there. The dude looks like he's 70 years old. Bro, just fucking congratulate them and move the fuck on. Yeah, seriously. Like they're there. They, you know, they're happy. They're finally, you know, graduating from like uh, high school. They're probably either going to college, military, you know, getting a job, whatever. Right. They got to sit here and hear about like, Oh, if you're gay, um, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, right. And anything to just feel like they're important on that pedestal. Oh, absolutely. Um. Oh, this this right here is good. Uh, Russia hits Kiev with missiles. Portin warns West on arms. Uh, Russia took aim Sunday at Western military supplies for Ukraine, launching. Airstrikes on Kiev that it claimed destroyed tanks donated from abroad, as Vladimir Putin warned that any Western deliveries of longer-range ro- rocket systems would prompt Mos- Moscow to, in quotations, hit objects that we haven't struck yet. The Russian leader's cryptic threat of military escalation did not specify what the new targets might be. It came days after the United States announced plans to deliver $700 million of security assistance for Ukraine that includes four precision-guided medium-range rockets, as well as helicopters, javelin anti-tank missiles, radars, tactical vehicles, and more. Um, 
military analysts say Russia hopes to overrun Ukraine's embattled eastern industrial Donbas region where Russia-backed separatists have fought the Ukrainian government since 2014 before any U.S. weapons that might turn the tide arrive. The Pentagon said last week that it will take at least three weeks to get the U.S. weapons onto the battlefield. Hmm. Certainly putting our nose where we shouldn't. That's how it feels like anymore. Nose, definitely. I mean, I'm not saying we should be an isolationist country or anything like that, but at the same time, what do you do for these people? I mean, it's been 100 days now, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, uh, I mean, as much as you know, we can do. I mean, I feel like the more that we offer help, the more it's just going to make things escalated. Like, things are already getting bad as they are now. I mean, gas is already fucking close to $10 a gallon in some some parts of the country. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I couldn't imagine anybody living off minimum wage and having to, like, spend an hour of your time for a gallon of gas. I mean, that's just insulting. It is. It is. Um, we'll uh, still keep all you guys updated on the whole Russia thing as it, you know, <clears throat> progresses and shit like that. But at this point, um, one thing I think everyone knows is that Putin will never give up. They could be on their last legs and he still won't give up. So... Yeah, I mean, we'll just keep you updated on that. Yep. Um, Pennsylvania, this is for us. Exciting. <laughs> okay, our wonderful, just illustrious governor um, pushes plan to send direct payments to Pennsylvania residents. Uh, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf continued to push his proposed PA opportunity plan that would use rescue. American Rescue Plan dollars to send direct payments to Pennsylvania residents. Um, yeah, it says Governor Tom Wolf was joined by Representative Emily Kinkind at Westview Hub in Pittsburgh, calling on sending two thousand dollars in direct payments through the American Rescue Plan Act. Um, the one point seven billion PA Opportunity Plan would assist families with childcare, job training, broadband, tra- broadband transportation, and after-school programs. The two thousand Dollar direct payments would go to Pennsylvania's Pennsylvania households with an income of eighty thousand dollars or less. Um, <clears throat> the cost and quotations. This is from our wonderful governor. Um, the cost of everything from gas to groceries is a little higher right now than it was just a few weeks ago, and for Pennsylvanians living paycheck to paycheck, even a small increase in expenses can mean painful decisions like paying for food or rent. I see that pain in communities across Pennsylvania and I want to talk about solutions. I want to put $2,000 checks into the hands of Pennsylvania Pennsylvanians and families that need it. Um, Wolf, I just want to say that um, a lot of things that happen here in PA, they are someone's fault. I can't put my finger on it. Oh, it's you! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like most of my like childhood and even like now into my like adulthood, this dude is still just governor. Yeah. It- <laughs> Like, I keep hearing this 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 phrase of term limits, and and I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, 
you know, it's just insane. Two thousand dollars to us. Okay. Well, we'll be paying that back somehow. Yep. I mean, shoot. So what's that? We've already gotten three stimulus checks. Um, now we're gonna apparently get two thousand dollars. Um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck. I can already tell you that. Yeah, I'm waiting for a tax time to roll around. Just wait for that. Oh, I mean, I've already heard heard it from a couple people this year. They've only gotten like maybe $70, $75 back on their federal return. Yeah, dude, I got a fucking $150. <laughs> yeah, I believe it, dude. If I didn't go to school, I probably would not have got the uh, tax return that I did. Right. Like, it's, <clears throat> it's just bullshit. And you could see the little text, the, the stimulus checks, too. And the tax shit, it's so, oh my god. <sighs> yeah, more more money, guys. Don't think it's free. Nothing's free. Nope, there's no such thing as a free meal. No, not at all. Um, so, we have two more uh, <laughs> PA topics here. Um, so, this one... Um, was a teen arrested charged for a Waynesboro school district threats. Um, actually, this this one, yeah. It, after attaining search warrant for a residence on Harrison Avenue, officers identified a 14-year-old male as the individual who created a fictitious account and posted the threats. The teen has been charged with one felony count of terroristic threats, one misdemeanor count of terroristic threats, and one felony count of crim- of criminal use of a com- communication facility. He has been remanded to detention and held pending pending a hearing. Fourteen, bro. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah, these young kids. I don't know what's going on, man. But they're going fucking I, I blame all this access to social media. Likewise, likewise, all the shit they get to see, they see. Like, um, like you can literally go on Facebook right now, for instance, scroll down a couple, be watching uh, videos, and come across someone getting like fucking shot. Yeah, honestly, I mean, we've all been there. I remember being in high school; everybody had. There was always somebody that had access to that kind of stuff and just like showed you that shit on like a random whim. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, luckily the. Luckily, you know, this shit was, you know, caught and shit like that. But, like, a 14 getting a felony charge. Yeah, that is something crazy. A literal teenager getting an adult charge. Like, how, like, like, a, basically, is just getting his pubes. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Honestly. That, yeah, God, dude. Oh, my. Um, this, this one as well says, body found in Franklin County Woods. Um, homicide investigation underway. Um, Lurgane Township, Pennsylvania. Uh, it says Pennsylvania State Police are investigating homicide in Lurgane Township after a body was found in the woods on June 1st at approximately 6 p.m. Members of P- PSP Chambersburg were dispatched to the to the 8 900 block of McClay's Mill Road in Franklin County to assist another law enforcement agency with an investigation. Upon arrival, contact was unable to be made with anyone at the residence, and it was learned that the female resident had not been seen or heard from for several days. 
A search of the wooded area near the rear of the property revealed a deceased female with multiple gunshot wounds. Oh, my God. Um, upon further investigation, the female was determined to be the missing residence and subsequently identified as 41-year-old Kylan C. A.V. of Newburgh. A homicide investigation was initiated by the Troop H. Major case team, the Franklin's, Franklin County's coroner's office, and the Franklin County's district attorney's office. Um, subse- subsequent investigation identified the suspect as Derek Glenn Avey, uh, 20, 42 years of age of Newburgh. It was learned that Derek Avey was involved in an officer involved shooting incident in Prince George County, Virginia on June 1st prior to Kylene Avey being discovered. Derek Avey is deceased as a result of the officer involved shooting, and the Virginia State Police are investigating. Yeah. Wow. God damn. That sounds gang related. It, uh, it, it has to be. I mean, multiple gunshots doesn't sound like a. So, I mean, I can't imagine someone hating her that much. No, it was probably her man's doing. Right. I mean, you know, but, you know, rest in peace to uh, her. Um, you know, but I don't know how many times like this has to be like said and shit like that. But you, everyone has to get out of this like, like and be infatuated with the whole gang lifestyle. Yeah, that's what comes with the territory. Right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't last forever. I mean, either you're behind bars or six feet under. Exactly. And what? Who wants to like live their life that way? No, I mean, it's no life for anyone to live. It's not worth it. It's like, nothing imagine, to glamorize about either. Imagine, like, going places and knowing, like, okay, um, we can't go down this way because the enemy territory is down that way. Right? Like, I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine living that way. You have to live in fear every day of your life. Yeah, literally keep a gun on you when you're just, like, going out to get your mail. Mm, I'm good on all that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, recipes to her and condolences to, you know, her friends, well, her family and uh, friends and shit, but god damn, man. <sighs> um, well, we are over that hour mark. I do have a couple more t- uh, topics, but I guess we can save them. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I gotta go run and do something real quick. Alright, well, uh, like I said, uh, thanks everyone for listening to episode 11 of This Will Be Terrible. Um, we are now on Google Stitcher uh, Pocket Cast, I believe the app is called. Um, we're on Audible, we're on Amazon, we're on everything now. So you can literally go click on our uh, link tree down in the description. It will literally bring you uh, to our website. You can literally click on any of the um, uh, podcast streaming services you'd, services you'd like to listen to if you didn't really like listening on Apple or uh, Spotify. Um, you know, as always, support us for as little dollar a month on Anchor. Uh, you can request stuff, tip to us, donate to us. Uh, more things, you know, coming down the pipeline in the future. Just give us time on that. Continue supporting, continue sharing, continue sh- uh, showing your friends and telling your friends all about us. And, uh, you know, just send it anywhere you can. I don't care if you got to send it to Biden or a U.S. <laughs> department, the CIA, whoever you want to send it to, send it right to them. Tell them that we sent you. And uh, 
we'd like to get a pizza deal. So if someone could like send our podcast to like every good pizza place around so we can get a sponsorship from like a good pizza place, we'd appreciate that as well. Um, Talking to you, Domino's. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, thank you for listening to episode 11. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.